Good start. Good start. You just play with his fucking phone. Always. Always. <laughs> Welcome back. No, I'm, not, I'm not cutting that out. I can stay in there. What the oh, hell was it? I have to know. Oh, we're so no, no. No, no. A, is that a surprise for the end? Potentially. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, welcome to part two of episode eight, I think. Um, episode number. We're all coughing and liquor up now. So let's... Uh, I'd just like to point out, by the way, Colin's drinking out of Sonic the Hedgehog cup. That's okay. For all the hate he gives the blue blur, he loves his mugs. I like the Sonic games back in the day. I, just, I know when to let go. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> When did you let go of the dream cast? <laughs> no, well before that. We're not getting on this train again. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad road. No good. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, oh, never mind. Never mind. Underworld and the Underworld film. We should have talked about that. But I hope it's good. Uh, can we leave that? Is part? there a trailer for it? Yes. How many um, Underworld films are there now? The fuck? This is the fuck. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, do, that, we'll do that next time. There you too. go. Okay, because it's not out to like next year or something, isn't it? Yeah. Is it yeah. still... Kate Beckinson. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Let's like squeeze herself into that. Yes. Okay. Hmm. There we go. We've got our hope it's good for next month. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that one. Right. Uh, let's have a chat about artists and writers. <laughs> so when you brought this up, did you mean specifically comic books? Nope. Nope. I just mean obviously. So the, obviously what, what, what got in me was we obviously we, we haven't done a lot recently but we sort of started off writing and drawing and things like that and I thought wouldn't it be actually kind of decent of to tell people what actually is, or who inspires us what we who we like to read or like I know everyone not not maybe everyone has a personal favourite but like is there someone that you look up to as a writer or an artist and why that particular person is it their style or what is it about them that sort of makes you go wow that's awesome Amy you go first since you might have to shoot on oh yes um, well with artists I've always like like I'm not the biggest comic book reader really so I'll just talk about like an illustrator I like hmm. but Arthur Rackham he did the Alice in Wonderland books so, like traditional illustrations I just always loved his style it's like it's like really detailed wee lines I think because I like kind of detailed stuff because I'm a constant diddler so I'm always like so even last night I was doing <laughs> so I'm always like kind of drawn and when I make mistakes I do loads of dramatic lines and just have to cover up because I often draw with just pen or whatever I have so I always really liked him and the Irish artist Jim Fitzpatrick as well I like him um, and then authors I just I really like fantasy like if, if I was if I was ever going to write a book it would be like a fantasy type one so I like like Alison Krogan and Garth Nix and J.K. Rowling I suppose <laughs> <laughs> now obviously we know Rowling on Harry Potter but what are the other two what so are... Alison Krogan did the Ducks of Pelino which is really kind of traditional high fantasy so are they recent books? Um, yeah maybe past 10 years maybe 10 years ago and they, the magic is like, only a few people have magic and there's like mythical creatures, like things like deal creatures, they're like elves, so it's kind of like an elf thing going on, so like these things that nobody sees anymore. 
and they're really good. And they've got good maps. Sorry, my cookbook with a good map. And then Gus next. A good map. Sorry, you've yeah. Lo- you've lost me there. Fancy books always have a map. Oh right, a literal map. Yeah. Sorry, I thought this was like a writing term that I didn't understand. Sorry, no, sorry, no, sorry, no, sorry, no. sorry. Good maps. Gus next is about necromancy. So essentially, there's like one person who can like be a good necromancer and she or he makes sure those everyone goes through like the proper gates of death and then those people who like the bad necromancers are like building up armies of like dead people who haven't gone beyond the ninth gate is it? yeah I think those nine gates but those who haven't gone <laughs> beyond the gate but it's really good it's got like just interesting views on death and stuff and it is also high fantasy but it's got a hint of like it's really hard to pinpoint the time period because it's a bit like Game of Thrones whereas it's like beyond the wall. So like one side of the wall it seems kind of like World War Two, or like 1940s, 30s kind of feel about it. So they have like they drive cows and stuff but like near the wall because of magic kind of they can't use technology. And then beyond the wall is like traditional old school fantasy like like really, really old style. So in the same world, you have boys driving around cars. Yeah. And then you have. Yeah. Hmm. It's, it's really, really good. And there's like, there's like a cat who's actually like a demon stuck in a cat's body, and he's a little dick, but like really funny. He's like, a, he's like a slave to the this the good necromancer, hmm. so he has to help them out. But the whole time, he's actually like an evil demon who wants to kill you because you've trapped him in this. So he's just like this sassy talking cat. So good. And I'm actually going to the book signing of Gothnicks in like a few weeks' time. I'm just going to that. Oh, this is the gather with the book that you were talking about? No. Earlier? That's no? another. Like, Emperor's like so good for book signings. Like, I got a lot of book signings. Sweet. Um, so I kind of collect. Well, I've already started this year collecting signed books. So I have like my George R. Martin signed and. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. that. <laughs> we got to and have like Jesse Button and just a bunch of other authors signed so yeah they're probably my favourites do you ever read non-fantasy though? Any, oh no any, no no I did any non-fantasy artists that sort of, or writers that sort of stick out with you? Or? um oh my god Jesse Button she's really good so she wrote I don't know because it could be fantasy actually <laughs> oh no 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 what's this woman and it's actually based on a tree person. It's like a historical thing. And she has a doll's house. Like it's called the Miniaturist. So she was like a Dutch woman who had this doll's house. And part of me thinks like there's a bit of magic going on because the doll maker always makes like perfect replicas even though she's never been to the house. So that's the only element of magic. It's just kind of left a mystery how she always gets such good things. Mm. And then... No, I, I read quite a lot of contemporary fiction as well. I normally would like read maybe a series of like fantasies, so some like trilogies and fantasy generally. And then I'd write, read like a contemporary novel and then go back. Actually, the last book I read was still quite young. It was Van Gogh by Robin Rowell, which was actually really good. Because it was about like an 18 year old going to college and she's got like anxiety. But she's a fangirl and she writes like, she's obsessed with essentially Harry Potter. It's like this other thing, but it seems like Harry Potter. 
and she writes loads of fan fiction and stuff. But she's like a she's like a really famous fan fiction author. And no, I really like that book actually. And the author is now releasing another book that is just a fan fiction. <laughs> so it's like, right. it's like okay, that's weird. Yeah. So like throughout the book, she has like little segments of it. It's like homoerotic. Essentially, it's like Harry Potter and Draco Malfoy. This sounds a lot like Genshin. Genshin. Yeah. It's a uh, an anime about a club of like uh, guys that really like anime, oh. <laughs> and then they <laughs> they do their own work, and then yeah. it slowly turns into being like these girls come in, and it slowly turns into being a lot about yaoi. <laughs> yeah, well, so essentially, she does write like homoerotic Harry Potter and Draco Malfoy. It said like she doesn't call those them by those characters, but it is. And um, no, she's actually the author is releasing a book of her story. She's always talking about the story she writes because it's continuous chapters. Mm. And she's actually released that book, which I'm also going to the book signing of. So yeah, I I do read like, you know, whatever's in. Tesco's like top 10 because yeah. my parents are big book readers so they're always buying them so I'll just take whatever I think I only have one book that's signed like novel that's signed and that's Dave Mustaine's autobiography <laughs> by Dave Mustaine honestly so there you go oh, who, who's other books I am going to Tony Robinson <laughs> Baldrick yeah I'm gonna awesome to know, what book has he got out he's got a book Bound to be hilarious. Yeah, so I'm on his book signing. It's really good. Just because when me and I'm Britain, there's like people who come up for it. See, when you're at a book signing, do you get like a moment to actually talk yeah. to them? You have to quote an amazing <laughs> Black Adder line to him. Uh, he's going to get that I all know. day long. He's probably sick of hearing it. Right. No. I have to go now because my left side's out. Fair it is. But okay. I actually see he's like, oh, next time I see you, it's going to be like Japan time. Really? It's going to be a brave while just mm. since I see it, so yeah. enjoy. Well, I might, but because at my placement, I don't know if I'll have like energy to come back. <laughs> <laughs> don't teach the shit out of them kids. Right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's going to go next then? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll jump in. Um, a novelist, uh, the only novel person I like is obviously Dean Koontz. Because I like this, he does a lot of. I'm not going to say fantasy, it's... Or, or sci-fi. It's very, it's very uh, sort of paranormal mystery. Perfect. Paranormal. Because he, he done... Ever since I was away and I've enjoyed the whole Dr. Frankenstein thing. And his take on Frankenstein was perfect. Well, it was so different. It was great because how it worked... And I won't get too much in it, I don't want to spoil anything like that. The original Frankenstein book exists in this universe that he's created. But Frankenstein still alive hates the book because in the book obviously he's made it to be weak scared of the monster and you know he's the he's the the poor good guy whereas what actually happened according obviously to Dean Coots was Frankenstein is a fucking psychopath and he's nuts and he created the monster to try and preserve his own life which obviously succeeded because the book's set in modern day and he's actually a complete maniac like one of his favourite things to do is eat live baby rats that have been shaven well that's apparently this is a delicacy in one of the countries he was in he was good friends with Adolf Hitler and also he was 
in this fucking series but it's the way it's written and all it's, it's just absolutely fantastic and then you have the monster who's obviously still running around and he's worked out that because he was brought to life by lightning he understands that every fiber or every fabric of the universe and he can basically teleport and shit mm. so he can it's absolutely brilliant read though but comic wise obviously that's the big one it's, it's always going to be Ennis I'm a big Ennis man but I'm not going to sit here and pretend that Garth Ennis is perfect because see Garth Ennis as great as he is at writing a very actiony comic there's some things he does that fucking rag my head he definitely always needs to get his view on something across yeah he has to get his opinion and it has to look his opinion has to look good in the comic yeah like does do that an awful he can't he can't put he can't just write a story without having some sort of agenda in there yeah. <laughs> now you, you've read Punisher Max Huge yeah do you remember the story Kitchen Irish yes Ennis has to put obviously Ennis is from Northern Ireland but he basically writes his own idea or his opinions of the troubles in Northern Ireland and puts it in the Punisher comic. Like there's scenes where these random people are chatting and you're like, this does not serve any purpose to I'm this. I'm going to say one thing about Garth Ennis writing about the troubles. Dude is from Hollywood. Uh, he could, where all the houses are huge and massive. And he can Hollywood away. Belfast for outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I know, I know what you mean he's he's trying to write about obviously the way the way I'm seeing it he's obviously uh, working for Marvel and he's from Northern Ireland so Marvel might be doing a wee bit how you going writing about your home country and shit you know try and get it in there but he does it in more than obviously he's it mentioned uh, I'm pretty sure is there something preacher that's mentioned about Ireland like Cassidy of course Cassidy <laughs> <laughs> fucking Cassidy <laughs> grew up during the fucking Easter Rising that's right uh, I'm pretty sure the boys there's something mentioned about Northern Ireland as well and even Wormwood isn't there something about Ireland and Wormwood fuck what you're saying I'm pretty sure there's something to do with Ireland and Wormwood they're well could be to read it again it's not long since I read it but the other thing that annoys me about Ennis and this got to me see uh, I recently bought all of Preacher and reread all of Preacher and what I seemed to notice and it kind of got annoying near the end Jesse Custer just seems to be able to make friends with everybody. No problem to him. <laughs> and you're like, right, okay. And everyone just sees Jesse Custer as a fucking great guy. And you're like, there's probably be people out there that look at Jesse Custer and go, fuck off, dickhead. But not according to Garth Ennis. Everybody loves Jesse Custer. Everybody loves Tulip. There's not, there's nobody to turn around and went, you're a fucking twat. And he can be a bit of a twat. Oh, Jesse Custer can be an <laughs> asshole at times. There are times you're like, go on. Jesse Custer just seems to have the fucking solution to everybody's problems. And you're like, go on, shut up, Jesse, sometimes. Just, like, do you remember there was that whole bit in, uh, the whole Kim Cannon uh, bit, where he becomes basically the sheriff of the sweet town? Yeah. And he just goes around solving everything, and you're like, what happened to finding God? What the fuck? It's like, and it's just sort of like, mm, I don't know, I'll have Jesse just do this for a wee while because I'm lost, am I? I don't know. It's, it just felt completely out of place. Like, oh, I'm just going to run solving everything and everybody loves me and I can just talk everybody down. I can solve everybody's problem. And you're like, you had him this, this great character beforehand, but now it's like, I'm just a Joe Fixit. 
<laughs> so this, really, this really turned into you naming your, your favourite uh, oh don't get me wrong when Ennis is in top form he's incredible like like he was the one guy that fixed the Punisher do you remember there was that I don't know if you even know this there was a stage where the Punisher was an angel I knew that was coming hey. do you ever know that no, it's no. fucking terrible Marvel killed the Punisher and they brought him back as like an angel and he could reach into his coat and pull out any gun he wanted but they were non-lethal he didn't kill anymore or anything like that and this lasted for maybe about a year and it was fucking terrible oh yeah the whole family getting killed thing that was like a demon sacrifice that's what that was supposed okay, to be yeah, it was absolutely bullshit and then Ennis came in and he done welcome back Frank and he did basically his first couple of pages he shat over the whole angel thing he was like oh, ah the fucking lines actually he was all angels tried to show me everything give me my family back I didn't take it because they wanted me to do their work and then he just throws a guy off the Empire State Building and you're like that's how it's done yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> but Ennis that's how it's done writer he is he's so good but then when he he has these wee things that just get to me and they get to me so so much other than that I do enjoy what he calls as well I always I never pronounce his name right Straczynski Straczynski thank you J. Michael Straczynski he's a good writer as well I think he's a very good writer J. Michael not Michael J isn't it I think it is J. Michael J. Michael J. Michael because obviously he was the guy that wrote uh, one of my favourite Spider-Man comics um, Welcome Home which was the introduction of Morlo he had a very good run on Thor when they brought first brought Thor back mm. oh because he done the whole uh, when he was living in like the wee town and uh, there's that just that brilliant scene where he's all uh, Asgard's on this property and he hit the ground and Asgard rose like six foot off the ground he's all there you go I'm not in your property yeah, he, anymore he was in Liberia no wait that's no, was, like, was in Texas that was like somewhere in Texas oh like. I, I, right right yes 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 um yeah, you're right. And uh, he just Bron- rose. Bronx in <laughs> Ohio, was it? He rose oh, at six Ohio. feet off the ground. Ohio. Yeah. That's just, that was very well written. Stradinsky's a, a very good writer. And then I don't mind, although apparently he's a madman. Slot. Dan Slot. Apparently he's a psychopath, you know. Apparently he's, he puts his name into Google and he'll search forums where if he's found somebody slabbering about him, he'll join the forum and start slabbering back. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> he's got that kind of thing that's a bad idea you don't you never do that no man you just why would you, you do that to you're yourself? gonna have people that don't like you get over it like. so what about artists then uh, Joe Madera by Joe Mad fuck he is awesome he's a do you ever play Darksiders yes he's Ult- Ultimates free Ultimates as well, as well. he's I thought it was, it was free specifically mm. he was involved he does he has that amazing picture uh it's Sabretooth and Captain America. Not going at it. And he has Sabretooth, like, he has Sabretooth looking like literally a what? Like, Sabretooth's teeth are so big he physically couldn't close his mouth. But you don't care because the artwork's amazing. It's just standing over him. It's very bulky, almost Gears of War esque. Mm, mm. If, if Joe Madera was to draw a house, the house would be covered in biceps. Just on that Gears of War 4, everyone looks a lot trimmer. Yep, they do. <laughs> there we go. Joe Madera must have been involved. Um, him and I do enjoy Clayton Crane he's very good with visual art yes now Clayton Crane is brilliant when it comes to designing monsters and things like that but Venom Carnage Ghost Rider he's yes. done an amazing Ghost Rider but see when he does people they look like they're made of jelly they're always whimpering 
it's like he, he, if it's ever a person on the screen they have a really shot face mm. or they're cowering for some it's very expressive but just not in a you'll never see them smiling oh, yeah. it's, it's always like he's brilliant fuck. at his monsters and things like that and it, it's the life he brings it's fantastic it's, it's, it's his people he's a, he has to maybe work on and then of course Mr. Glenn Fabry I, Glenn, I, I, Glenn Fabry's stuff always looks so grotesque <laughs> <laughs> it's, always, it's always muscles and veins and just, <laughs> even if it, they're not it's not necessarily anyone being like big and muscly it's no. just wherever they are you're fucking shredded the fuck <laughs> and you <laughs> yes, you get Glenn Fabry to draw me it's the muscliest <laughs> I'm ever going to be <laughs> But I do, I do enjoy Glenn Fabry's work, and he's actually a real gentleman as well. I've actually met the man twice he, now. He seems to be very good at colouring. Oh, he's fantastic! It, it, there's no one that colours like him. I've never seen anyone do his style of colour. No, it's not. He's painting, isn't it? It's, Is that what he does to get I that? Think I think it's paints. I don't, don't ask me what kind of paints. Mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure he does it digitally anyway. So, he's he's fantastic, and he's like I say, he's absolute gentleman. It's probably one of the most nervous times I've ever been in my life was actually meeting him for the first time. Good talk. I was so nervous. Because I've been, ever since I've been enjoying comics, I've always, always enjoyed Glenn Fabry. And when I got to meet him that time, I, all I could sort of do was hand him the book and ask him to sign it, which he did very nicely. But he's done some, he's, I don't think he's ever written anything. You know the way you get the odd artist that tries to write? I don't think he's ever tried that. Mm, some artists know not to write, though. I know Joe Matt tried writing, he done that Battle Chasers. Yeah, apparently it was. Well, everyone has their own idea, don't they? And, and mm. at some point, like you get a big enough artist, you, you have enough clout, and he's like, "I'm gonna try writing this." Mm. An artist can have a good idea, but you might need to take it to a writer to flesh it out. Yeah, mm. but that—that's me. See, I feel like I've been babbling here for a while. So, um, so I'm, I'm gonna be. I don't know. Like, so, so for writers, I I don't really have like. An author, I gravitate towards where like I I want to read all that specific person stuff. I usually mm. look at books and say like that. I mean, they're going to be into that. What the actual individual book is, mm. regardless of who wrote it. Um, so it's hard to pick out uh, authors I like. You go for genres. That's not not even genres. It's just I'll I'll look at a book and think that that seems interesting. Like, there's a bunch of books I I've read where I couldn't even tell you who wrote it because. Just didn't look at it. I don't know exactly how you feel. That's what I do. Like I don't have, a, I don't go to offers. Yeah. If I have read something and I actually enjoyed it, I might bother learning the person's name. But yeah, yeah George George Martin. Obviously, I, I do love uh, Song by Some Fire series. So outside of that, though, has he ever wrote anything else? I, I don't actually know this. Yeah, a couple of things. Um, any guess? Um. Last thing I haven't really read. Oh right, okay. But everything I've read has the most, most the, the vast majority of his work is a song of ice and fire, and that's a big body of work. Very quickly, and I'm sorry to go off topic here. A song of ice and fire is the series. Game yes. Of Why is the TV series called Game of Thrones? It's the name of the first book. That's it's the... a lot shorter. Ah, that's good. That's <laughs> easier good. to market. Fair news. Okay, that's answered my question. Thank um, you. So, yeah, for comic wise, really just a. Same kind of guys you were mentioning there, Dan Slott, Straczynski. Uh I do love Brian K. Vaughan. Now, what's he done? I'm, the name's not ringing the bell with me. Uh, Why the Last Man? Ah, I've heard about this. I've never read it. I've heard it. It's absolutely fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, 
Runaways as well and Love the Runaways which is apparently getting a TV show Aye. I think isn't that Marvel yep because huh. it's been linked up to Netflix or CBS or I don't know I don't know ABC is it so oh the sure. guys um, I just wonder what, which way it's going to go um oh. X Machina is another one of his very very good that film that came out no alright okay sorry <laughs> his X Machina is about the uh um the mayor of New York I want to say is based in but he's an ex-superhero and he has a I think X Machina is a superhero name he can talk to machines oh very cool <laughs> he's a very cool superhero uh, power to have um yeah so I, I, I do enjoy his stuff as well um artists as well it's hard to say like I never really pay attention to the stuff I like get. Maybe that's stuff I really should pay attention to, but you know, um I you just read something if it if it piques my interest. Have you ever been reading a, a comic though and the art sort of annoyed you because I know we both agree on this that fucking Steve Dillon Steve Dillon is terrible. Fucking everyone's head is the shape of a loaf of bread. Uh, see the other thing I'll say about that is the see what I've reading The Walking Dead. Uh, first book was fantastic. Loved their work. Then when I went to the second book... Who done the art in the first book? I couldn't tell you. All I remember is the artwork significantly changed and didn't enjoy it. And I just thought, right, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. I kept reading it because it was very enjoyable, but ah, yeah. the artwork was always just something that was annoying me. That's that. Compared to the first book. I don't think you get art... If you're reading a good story, I don't think you'll ever get art so bad that it's going to make you stop reading. Yeah, but it will annoy you. Yeah. You'll be like, fucks. And... Like, and, like, and <laughs> It's bad that I remember artists I don't like more than I do. <laughs> John, John Romita Jr. as well. I just don't like his art. Everything's way too square. I don't mind him now. I don't mind him. He's the guy that's he, done he, Planet Hulk. Yeah, didn't he? Uh, he would have... Welcome Home. Welcome Home as well. He's done yeah. Welcome Home, that's right. Um, there was just you were saying there. Uh, oh, I don't want to get the names mixed up. Mark Silvestri. Yes. I yeah. like him. He's a very scratchy type of artwork yeah, he done the first I, Darkness books. I do, I do like a bit of sketchiness. Mm. One thing about Mark Silvestri that, that kind of puts me off him sometimes is when he he draws clothes sometimes it looks like they're painted on. Aye, I know what you mean. I was just but about I, to say. I don't know if that's <laughs> if that's really uh, a thing because of the you know skin tight clothes but yeah. like you can draw creases and stuff like Aye. you know. Um, there was, there's a really good one it's Witchblade and Wolverine and I swear to God it's <laughs> what do you call her Sarah isn't that what you call the witch Sarah Pizzini yeah. she may as well just be wearing nothing the that's Witchblade in general yeah, it, uh, well she's meant to be wearing like a tracksuit at one point they're going out in actually the, in the comics of themselves she never really looks like that really um, that's mostly just promo art and covers where she's just wearing the metal bikini thing right. uh, you, usually in like the that's a, a preconception people make about Witchblade is just one running around a metal bikini but it's like it has always been really really good it's it's been really consistent over the years it's basically like a, a police procedural detective stuff with See, used supernatural be, shit thrown in there used to be a TV show I don't know yeah but it was balls <laughs> <laughs> I'm just remembering what I've seen on advertisements and stuff yeah. but uh, seeing the comics it's usually it'll 
usually just be like her arm or something and yeah it, it shreds her clothes when it when it activates but it's usually just an arm or something like that and then in a real crescendo she'll go full armor mode but it is usually full armor as in covers all of her mm. um there's been some real good artists in on Witchblade and I can't remember the name of any of them off the top of my head um I noticed Top Cow does usually work with very good artists though yeah I've so, never actually read a Top Cow comic and went fuck it's bad art some of the, the Witchblade stuff in the last couple of years has been really good sort of painted um Whoa. artwork used words that must take a long time to make a comic when it's all painted hey if it's digital art you can just fire it I keep forgetting that <laughs> digital <laughs> art doesn't matter if it's you all digital man yeah. yeah you don't sit there and paint wait for the dragon to blow <laughs> and shit. so I'm going to go a better left in for one here mm. is um, an animation studio mm. whose art style I absolutely adore and it's Trigger Trigger, uh, they're an anime studio, mm-hmm. um, and they have done uh, Gurren Lagann, uh, Kill the Kill, and their, their new one, uh, Kiss Neighbor. Um, they're just oh, such a really good art style. There's such a there's a simplicity to it, but the animation is just so fluid. And but at the same time, they they know when to use really simplified animation as well. Mm. Um, but it's just like real thick lines, big bold colors. It's just really pops off the screen. It looks fantastic. Even the, the designs. If watch the se- series, you'll know exactly what Colin's on about. Because it really just... Yeah. It comes out at you, but it's just... It's simple, but it's brilliant. Except whenever Gurren Lagann brings in a, a guest artist for one episode and makes it look like... Yeah, shit. that is... is, is that That's the, a uh, weird idea. Is that the Hot Spring episode? Uh, yes, I think it's episode four. No. Aye, yeah, I think you're right. Four. It looks real weird. You're like, what happened? Gurren Lagann, between the... I could call, you could call it the advertising breaks but the wee anime anime uh, artwork out and then on again the artwork was always very mad it was always really well done it was always great pictures and then you could just almost swear that this was a full episode dedicated just to that start to finish and as great as the artwork was on stills an animation it was horrible so Jesus. they randomly turned around for an episode and went the art style is different for this just a guest artist. I, I get that, but it just seems weird that you would do that in the middle of a series. You you could maybe do it like as a wee special or something or Well that's a thing. You see a side episode, but they actually put it, it seems odd to me. See whatever they got really undead. Like the whole thing about Gurren Lagan is the more you kind of got riled up the better you got. Topical drag kind of like Dragon Ball Z kind of way. Yeah. But um <laughs> The more excited they got, the more it's the more like seemed this man could be standing still, but it looks like he's going like two hundred miles per hour, everything just flaring up around him. Like whenever he's going to take the drill. Mm. It. It's a, it's he's all very finish like, a move and then just, boom, everything like, just happening around. It's all like scratched like a heavy ink lines all yeah. just scribbled all over mm. the place and like it, it looks real good. Um <laughs> like and it, it, you get that stuff in Kill the Kill as well, but then you've got um Stuff like uh, where you'll see what do you call her? Hmm? Her mother. Uh, with the fucking rainbow hair. <laughs> but like that's good. that's all really detailed and clean and and just really colourful looking. She, Whereas most of when you see Ryoku, it's all edgy, crazy, yeah. massive, and they use really weird proportions. I remember the first time where uh, it's um, is it Sasuke you call her? 
Siryu? What? I'm just trying to think of name it all over. Which one? Here with the sword. The the other one with the black hair. I thought... I, I believe it's Siryu. Google? Good old Google. <laughs> give us a quick break here, folks. Give us a second. I need to check this. This, this name's important. It's not really, but I need to know. It is one of those things that it does your head if you don't know it. And it should know it. Since... God... Damn it. You both have talked about this anime a lot. I'm surprised you This anime is it's weird, but it... it is this the one where the ordinary person... It is Satsuki. Well, I wasn't 100% sure. I don't want to give you the wrong name. I can't remember. It's the first time with them two, like, Ryoku and Satsuki meet face-to-face, and she comes down the stairs, and she, they're going to fight, and she's, like, fucking towering over, and it's just, like, a weird perspective used to show, like, how imposing she is. It's just real cool stuff. Oh, I'll never forget what do you call the f- the fellow whose family works for the iron. Now you, everybody else, as you can essentially say, right, there's all school people are supposed to be in school, teenagers, whatever. They're tall enough, and then you have this fellow you'd swear that he could fight with a Hulk on level on level with a Hulk. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and see when he gets round up, he grows. It's like he imposes the whole fucking screen. The very first scene, he comes through the door, knocking the door, flies in the classroom, and he just comes in, and he's just like, squeezing through the door, just expands out, and he's like, the size of the classroom, looking for one person, and he goes, crazy. Uh, it is funny, but, uh, that killer kill, just every time you see the teacher, and he just says them two words, naked beach. Nudist beach. <laughs> Nudist beach, pardon me. Oh, it kills me. It's just the way he says it, he's so perverted. It's hilarious. Are they saying this to fucking school children? Like, uh, it's, I love Kill the Kill and the fact that it it sort of makes a mockery of the whole idea of school anime. So mm. so much anime is like where school is the centre. So they're like, right, so there's this, like, we have Japan and basically in each city, so the school is like, the student council president is in charge of that town. It makes <laughs> it's, it's like the school is how the the classes work. Yeah, that's how your class is your ranking in school for your entire family. Like school's the most what, important. All we stars, isn't it? If you have more stars, that's yeah, they have the star the uniforms. One uh, star, two star, three. Was this a manga before it was an anime? No, no it's, it's a re- original anime. anime. Right. Hmm. Was twenty twenty six episodes. Yeah. Oh, the fucking animals were like, she's. That's a question for yourself, actually. Is there any Japanese writers that stand out in your mind that you. Can't really name anyone. Yeah, that's the same problem. I don't really. Oh, right, okay. There's only one writer I've really. Well, no, that's. It's like. Masashi Kizumoto, just because Naruto and I followed it and I loved it. Yeah. And Kentaro Mura for Berserk. Only because he writes so well. That isn't Ghibli a big name. Is Ghibli a person, by the way? Ghibli's a, no, a Ghibli's studio. It's a studio. It's like a Miyazaki. It's like Disney. Aye. But uh, Miyazaki. uh, Miyazaki's very, very, very good. He just knows how to... Is he a writer or an artist? He's... I don't know. He usually directs. Uh, director. director. Okay. But, um, but he does write as well. Um, uh, he has some work on the floor. No, well, Ghibli itself, they just do a lot of style pictures. I don't know if he's involved in the artwork at all, actually. Um, I don't. I, no, I'm not sure. I've never really like. I don't pay attention to stuff like that. I don't go. Oh, I need to go look at this artist and stuff. I just 
The one thing I will say is any films he's involved with in Ghibli has always been fantastic. Shit, I forgot an artist. Scotty Young. Sorry. Scott, yeah, I do like Scotty Young. Scotty Young. Yeah, I like his, uh, yeah, that really sort of cartoony style. It just looks so good. It's when he does the, the wee baby versions of the yeah, heroes. Yeah. I love when he does that. He's very good at that. He's very good at that. Sorry. It's completely random there. It's, my brain just started working. Scotty Young. But I'm, uh, those are the only two writers, but I'm, I read more manga than mine. All of the names you've already mentioned than mine. Ennis. For write for stories, but you're an Iron Man fan. Do you, is there I'm a, an Iron Man fan, but it's the same as Gwen Colin as if oh, right. yeah, you're reading just, Iron Man I'll, I'll no matter what. because it's Iron Man, I'm not Fair it for the writer. But um, if I seen the only person I would ever look for, actually, Gareth Ennis was the only writer I've ever went to the comics workshop. Not know what I wanted and seen it, but he's wrote something, I'll give it a go. And that was Wormwood. Wormwood, that was a great read. <laughs> it was, it was a great read. No, it's just Ennis being fucking Ennis. But other than that, manga, that's what I'm really big on. I don't pay attention to the writers or the artists as much. Or in fact, if one really grabs me. Well, is it I do like, there's another writer I do actually like is Tim Seeley. He, he's actually an artist as well. Now what's he done? Hackslash. Right. Okay. Hackslash is his. Yeah. He owns that. So, there's a... Right, there's a comic I bought do you remember last year when we done the free comic book day and we were handing out uh, what did we call our second book welcome to our nightmare yes you bought one of his books I bought one of his books and I still haven't got it because Scott put it in his bag and he got it in the house I bought the loaded bible oh it was like Jesus Jesus kicking vampires asses (laughs) what you know that bracelet the WWJD what would Jesus do Uh, on the back of this comic just caught my eye it's all what would Jesus do he'd kick a vampire's ass and I was all sold <laughs> bought the comic Scott had the the bag I was all go and put that in your bag and remind me he took it home and I haven't seen it since and I'm actually dying to read this it's called The Loaded Bible it's about Jesus being an ass kicker that just sounds like a way better bible than me that's like battle pump <laughs> <laughs> battle pump's amazing Tim Seeley's very very good um, like Hackslash is is very like the premise of it is brilliant if, if do you any uh, what is the premise the MMO thing no okay then I'm on <laughs> so it's uh, it's about a uh, the main character Cassie Hack is her name so that's where that comes from um, so it's about slashers so you know you're Jason Voorhees she's a kind of friend that's essentially Jason Voorhees well kinda that's I'm bad not, it's, I know what, it's I know not he, he wears a mask like, but it's because he's just really ugly um, but he's not a slasher so slasher like supernatural inhuman can't kill them um, so what she does is she goes around killing slashers that's the premise of the book ideal and uh, at first it's very you know schlocky sort of B movie type that, that's the vibe it's going for but then there's a whole lot more going on there and it's actually she's a really well fleshed out character whereas you just see the way she dresses and you think guys just a bunch of cheesecake art and nonsense but it's actually really really good one of the most hidden surprises you find yeah it was like yeah, I like years ago picked it up on a whim because it was just like it started out as sort of you know one offs, mm. uh, and you you one would release every now and then, and then um, it got picked up by Top, Top Cow, I think, and then um, I think it was Devil's Jew 
had it before that and they they did it in a, a proper that's where I've seen the name then Top Guy because no way when you read a comic at the back it would say further reading and things like that mm. that's where I've seen the hacks last time right I just haven't given it a go problem is with Top Guy that um, I think Tim Z just sort of finished up they did finish up wrapped everything up and mm. then they did not let it stop Oh, they've ripped the hole out of it, yeah. They ripped the hole out of it. Ah, oh, shit, right. Well, Are they gone well, for the cheesecake thing as well? Um, no, it's not so much. Um, so what they did, like, they wrap it up. It was wrapped up and it had, it was like super happy ending. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and then they basically decided to pick it back up again and, and have um, her be really moody. Like more so, she always was sort of had a, a moody side to her, but um, I, I was like, she that the, there's a love interest, and they end up together. Then it's like, and then it's all like, oh, I can't be with you because it's too dangerous. I have to go away. I'm gonna move over here for a while. Yeah. And that like, sounds like a, I'd not believe really bad. That sounds like more of a girl's comic than not. The way the way you're just explaining oh, that's definitely then. definitely. What do you mean a girl's comic? Well, a love interest that's being super mopey. Like no, 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 no. That's when they picked mopey. it up. It was like a, a oh, that's what he's saying since they've took over it. No, uh, it was just a way to get her back away from um, like her being happy. happy. Oh, okay. Right, got you. The whole happy thing is... There's other ways to do that. It was a, a really heavy hand. It was just, oh, I'll have to walk away just because. Mm. Could have done something else. Could have done anything. <laughs> Oh, that's a another um, really good artist um, writer team. I can't remember their names. I'm fucking terrible with names. Uh, did Batwoman for ages? Right. I'm not a big DC reader, so neither I'm, am I. This was with good reason. I I, I did, re- but um, the exception DC can be all right. When they're doing logo. DC's seem to put everything towards Batman and some of the big people. They don't give some of the other characters like the due that they deserve. Nah, I see what you mean there. Don't worry, I'm not an over the big fan of DC because I just think some of the characters were a lot of them are fantastic, they just the ones exactly what I said they don't really work on some of the other ones as well as they could. Whereas a person like Marvel really build the characters a lot better. Uh, Marvel much better at uh, sort of humanizing them, mm. uh, their characters. Where um, Batman could beat the planet and everybody on it, uh, and Galactus uh, and God, uh, as long as he's the best writer ever. He's uh, James H. Williams the third, right? <laughs> that wrote Batwoman. I can't remember the name of that artist, but some fantastic art on it, like really weird, like almost. The way the panel the panel work was it was almost like it was a collage cut out and um, mm. really strange. But that's our thing where the like do you did you ever hear about the controversy behind Batwoman was a lesbian or something? That wasn't even the biggest part of it. As a guy she was a lesbian, she always had been. Yeah. And then there was a love interest there and they were gonna get married. She, they were going to do the wedding she died no DC, DC just stepped in and says no you can't do that oh fuck right okay. and so they had it so they never actually went through with it um, they just didn't do it 
they had them break up instead or something but the DC went no you can't have that and then it was like um your man Williams said well I'm walking away then mm. fuck you guys and then they came out and said oh it's not because we're against uh, gay marriage or anything it's just it's because we're uh, your superheroes can't be happy you're not allowed to get married I was like I um say that to the Fantastic Four and say that to Superman <laughs> So you can still get married and not be happy. Loads mm. of people do it. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right, where are we at? Wanna grab a break? I were almost finished unless do we have much more to talk about? I don't think actually that's a good point. I'm still just packing back up here, boys. Are you sure one's leading the way here? There it is. All right, then. Uh, will we do our question? Yes. No, we didn't get an email again. I'm sorry. I can't. It was Anthony. I can't remember Anthony's surname. I'm sorry. Uh, we shouldn't give out Anthony's surname. Anyway. Probably not. I for safety reasons and things like that. Anthony asked, actually, just a very quick, easy question. No, it's a very good one. What's the worst film you've watched this year? You want to start with me? If you want. I'm trying to think, actually, what I've seen this year. I seen Krampus and I went I went watching this expecting some sort of half decent horror film it's meant to be a horror film dude. Oh, well, I, I was sold in me yeah, whenever I was told let's go see Krampus as a horror film right. all about Santa being this kind of demon if you're being bad and you don't believe in all this other stuff right. he's going to come with all his toys and he's going to take you away right. and the only thing I can say is remember the first Gremlins film yeah remember how that was supposed to be taken really seriously as a horror film Gremlins Gremlins oh, was originally was, yes it was Gremlins was originally planned to be a proper horror film but <laughs> at the time I think it was Steven Spielberg he he really toned it down see the writer if you go back and read up about this he had the, the Gremlins were supposed to be bad wee bastards but uh, killing people and shit aye like, not, not in a funny jokey way aye. but as in a bad way but Steven they do Spielberg, kill a few people in the first Gremlins don't they I'm pretty sure they killed a science teacher. See, that's the point. You don't remember it because it was all done in kind of like... A uh, comedy fashion. Comedy way. Yeah. But, um... Uh, so, that's all Krampus ended up being. Like, at one stage, a doll. Like, you know, a jack-in-the-box doll was sitting eating on them. Or biting her. And gingerbread men were... Gingerbread men were attacking people with fucking sharpened candy canes. <laughs> so, sharpened candy canes are no joke. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking are when you're watching this film. But I, uh, it was horrible, horrible. I just didn't enjoy it. That's all. Uh, <laughs> oh, you Krampus? Um, I, uh, I haven't seen Krampus. I can't. No, I, I, I haven't seen it. Uh, so to be honest, you have these parent muscle much at all. Uh, worst film I've seen this year. That's gonna be a toss up <sighs> between Batman, and Superman. And Suicide Squad. We're going <laughs> well for DC. <laughs> Can we just say that that's just DC's films at the moment aren't great? Yeah, we. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's falling under the same tree there. Like. So people keep saying about uh, watch the director's cut, and it was. I like, watched the director's cut, and I didn't. St- I still didn't think it was any better. Which one? Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Like, don't be wrong. It's one of them films you can take your brain out and watch it, and kind of go, eh. But if they're trying to build on this... You can't. Well, you can. You can you can sit and watch it and go, eh? But if they're looking to build on this the same way that Marvel built on the Avengers, it's a shit film. Do people say that as it's 
as if it's a good thing. Like, I just switch your brain off. It's like, so like, you want to sit here drooling like a right. like some sort of fucking zombie to be able to enjoy your film? You shouldn't have to ask people to do that. No, I enjoy it. I enjoy. I can, I can enjoy stupid action films. Like, I absolutely love the Fast and the Furious. Seriously, I mean, so come on. For those, I will just turn my brain I'm off not, and just, no, just watch it. No, I'm not turning my brain off. I'm going, he's driving a fucking car off a building into another building. Fuck oh, yes. Jesus. But, like, no, the Superman Batman was uh, really bad and boring and didn't make any sense and Batman's an asshole. I know Batman's an asshole anyway, but he's... I thought Batman was he good didn't, Batman. He didn't kill it. No, but he's a badly written Batman. It was. Superman's a boring fuck. Most people would I, argue, yeah, he's supposed to be. I didn't see point in Wonder Woman in that film. But also in the film, yeah, Wonder Woman was running around like a fucking headless chicken, not knowing what she was supposed to be doing until her scene came up that was the best scene in the film where she first comes in. Ah, I'm not going to um, argue that, I just don't see the point of her doing it in the film. They could have done that with like Batman and Superman, that's going, let's deal with this before we deal with each other. Superman's a selfish shite as well. <laughs> like, your mom's called Martha, my mom's called Martha. We best friends. I, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. Yeah, I think Suicide Squad might be worse. Suicide Squad, I can understand if it's worse because apparently they got a test. They got people in there to test of how it was coming across, and they butchered. They cut it apart and just took out half the funny. St- well, they added in funnier stuff where it could have been better if they just left it darker. Where where was the funny stuff? Exactly. <laughs> what funny stuff did they add in? <laughs> exactly. I don't think being darker. I think let's write a plot first. Let's start there. I will. I, all I remember seeing was I can't even say her name. Clara, the other played enchantress, just come the end of the film, just being CGI fucking flipping around. It looks like a spaz attack. But what I don't like. What was that green thing? What was that? What was going on there? Why did none of the superheroes help when the entire war was coming? Right. Part. I mean, we saw the Flash at the start of that film. What was he like? Just like, nah, not for me. I'm bored today. Forget. There's just no plot there as well. It's just your woman playing Harley Quinn, just fucking Harley Quinning it up. Slip, slip, not dying. Like, yeah, you man. That was uh, that was a joke though. That to be fair on that, that was supposed to be a joke. Really? Yeah. Because he's a shit character. Well, it's like them saying, I would know he's a shit character, now he's dead. <laughs> I say, the the most interesting character in it, um, Michael the Fire, El Diablo, because I didn't get enough screen time, didn't focus enough on him, actually had a story, actually, his character actually had an arc, he had something going on. It's like the, the whole, the whole Harley Quinn Joker thing was completely misrepresented. Supposed to be an abusive relationship, and that didn't come across at all. Apparently, people say there's deleted scenes that yep. do bring that across, but even with them in it, there's still no plot there. I didn't see Will Smith's a great actor. I didn't see the point of having so much dead shot. Will Smith's an overrated actor. I enjoy Will Smith. I can't, I can't deny that. I enjoy the boy. He's overrated. He's, no. not, he's not Oscar. Well, he's, he's probably oh, he's definitely not Oscar <laughs> as well. Like, he's entertaining. But that's why people keep. Uh, like since a guy wrote Men in Black I've got a really soft spot oh, what films would it be worthy of an Oscar for? 
He's done a lot of films where like Oscar beat stuff. Seven Pers- pounds. Seven pounds pursuit of happiness. He's doing another one now, isn't he? That's are they are they Oscar worthy films? Well, they're obviously not. They're meaningful, <laughs> meaningful for the films. They fall into that category. Yeah, if you like, trying if you like, to stretch his acting chops. Oh, right, right, right. The fair always came quite away from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like. <laughs> but um. Yeah, Suicide Squad. I'm gonna go Suicide Squad. I'm gonna go Suicide Squad. It's not even. It's not even okay. It's kind of like I wish I hadn't watched that. I didn't need to see that. Oh Jesus! That's when you know it's bad. I know it's fun. So you you walk away with sorry, Christ. That's like that was like me with Transformers too. <laughs> what? Imagine if you're you, just you, in general Transformers too. Shit. If you're actually invested in those characters. What would you feel like? Well, I I did like Leto's Joker. I will, I will, I'll give him that. I did like that. Uh, wasn't very much. What was the point in the scene where he came and he was kept building up the him? Oh, I'm going to save Harley Quinn. I'm going to save you. I'm going to save you. I'm here to save you. The helicopter crashed. And I'm away. And but now she's back in the group. with like that entire... Th- I will. She thought, that, he, was, that she thought he was dead. But then it was like, he comes and gets her later on. The whole thing was pointless. It was, but <laughs> all they really wanted to do was just shoehorn Joker and so We haven't done anything in a while. Here's a helicopter crash. <laughs> hey. Oh. Yeah. Stu? I've actually been sitting thinking here this entire time of movies that I've watched this year and I'm trying to get something that was bad. And the only, I don't even think it came out this year. No, this is the bad thing. I'm sorry. But I've only seen it this year, if that helps. Have you seen a film? Can't even remember the name of it, but I can say it was a boxing film with Robert Sly De Niro Paul. and no. Sylvester Stallone. It's meant to be a comedy. Oh no! no well, this is like the spiritual successor to Rocky and it's Raging Bull. It's fucking terrible. Oh wait, that's a. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, that wasn't this year, but you saw it this year. I only saw it this year. It's fucking shockingly, but it's. I watched that on a plane. Yeah, it's bad. It's so bad. It's just it. not funny. What was it called? I want to say undisputed grudge match grudge match okay. grudge match fucking terrible like you could tell when they were trying to be funny mm-hmm. and you were sitting going no I don't think even my 10 year old nephew would laugh at that it's just I, and I was you could tell Stallone and De Niro just didn't give a shit either you could tell they just weren't invested How yeah that's, that's purely just a cash in uh you know on the the other films yeah Rocky and Raging Bull you could tell that they've had the idea oh this could be cool and then they probably sat and read the script and went fuck me what the hell are we doing well surely Stallone's a writer himself he could have he could have shoe on shot in there like but I think there was the one way. joke I think made me sort of I won't even say laugh I went was, I was actually near the very start of the film too it was uh, the two of them were talking the two of them were having a weigh in and I think it was I think it was a Stallone said it to De Niro De Niro said something to Trans Slabberty and Stallone, a Stallone just turned and goes ah you're a pretty brave man not wearing a bra and you're like right that's the best joke in the film and it's not even that good <laughs> it was it was an hour and a half of my life where I was sitting there going what the fuck am I watching did you like Creed? I did enjoy Creed it was very well I, shot 
Let's just start the uh, the plot in that really sort of. Oh, it's just rocky. Rushed it, but even like they go into like like spoilers warning here. They they go into the whole Rocky has cancer thing very quick and back out of it again, and then uh, it all seemed very rushed. The cancer bit. Yeah, I, I know what you mean because when they were chatting about it, I actually thought it would have been a cool idea if he didn't get the treatment like he didn't want to. And your man maybe done his fight and then Rocky just relaxed and called it a day. No, no, if Rocky's going to die, he's going to die like Mickey. Like Mickey? Like Mickey. Get up, your bum. Shouting at someone. <laughs> Shouting at someone. Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely the worst film I lost this year. I mean, I know, I'm sorry, it didn't come out this year. <laughs> I'm trying to get bad films that have actually came out this year that I didn't like, but I haven't actually been to the cinema that much this year. Yeah, neither have I. But there's been nothing that's really been making me want to go. There is stuff that I want, like, I want to see that are, that's in the cinema. Oh, did, did you not go? Well, I haven't seen it myself, so I can't really make an opinion, but Ghostbusters, The Woman's Version? Yep. The Woman's Version? <laughs> well, I know. It's Ghostbusters <laughs> Vagina Edition. It's probably like that, but I the female version. I the one with the girls. It. But, like, it's. Didn't bother me worse. I also didn't see Sausage Party either. I heard horrible things about that. I've heard that's mental. Like the last half an hour apparently is absolutely insane. Nobody will tell me what happens. It's pretty much an orgy. You have to see it to believe it. What's Sausage Party? That animated feature about Oh, the... yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently the trailer's the best thing. Apparently the ending is literally just an orgy. That wouldn't surprise me. It's Seth Rogen. Are you actually? Seriously. I haven't seen it, but I was told. But it's anthropomorphic food. So yeah. I'm assuming it's a salad then, whatever. Ah oh dear, but yeah, I, haven't, I didn't even get to see that, or I haven't seen, I haven't actually seen much of the cinema, and then I don't think there's even anything coming out later this year that I'm sort of about. You need to see Girl with All the Gifts. I would mm. recommend the best film I've seen this year is definitely Hardcore Henry. Obviously not. That's I recommend Miss Peregrine's House for Home for Peculiar Children. I actually wouldn't mind that after what you were saying. I had a wee bit of an X Men vibe, so it was, it, it, I didn't expect it to have an X Men vibe, and I probably mm. should have expected it, but. It was very good. Really I'm sorry, Anthony. We're just going to go into our favorite, our favorite movies of the year. <laughs> favorite movies of the year. Fuck. I don't know if I can give it. I don't know if I can give it that many at all. Yourself, Colin. Do you have favorite film of the year? Uh What's come out this year? Deadpool. I did enjoy Deadpool. Deadpool was, was that this year? February this year. Captain America That's as right. well. Civil War. All right. All right. I would say I enjoyed Deadpool more than I enjoyed Civil War and I'm still I would, I would agree with you there no definitely I agree as well it's I think everyone enjoys that 10 minutes in Captain America when Ant-Man and Spidey show up yes that's incredible Spider-Man making everybody feel old referencing Empire Strikes Back it was, was very good that had me in stitches but I think the rest of the film was very serious it was that was, that was I know I know what they're trying to put across but it was a bit too sort of I just it the, felt like a comic book movie again when Ant Man and Spider Man were there. because uh, they're, the, they're both comic comic relief. Well, they shouldn't be comic relief, but but even if you watch the Winter Soldier, they have a nice flow of seriousness, but the odd bit of comic relief as well. They have the nice flow of that where Captain America was serious, 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 serious. Spider Man, fun. Ant Man, fun. Serious, 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 serious. I think Black Panther really brought that down though. Like he was very. He's that I died. He's very <laughs> I don't like Black Panther. I thought he was very good. 
and then you had the whole Tony and thing and then uh, but uh, I would say my favourite film uh, well if you're going to talk between them two Deadpool was absolutely amazing yeah it was going to be Deadpool Deadpool was fucking incredible there's been some other like shit out this year though that uh, like I'm assuming is shit name um like Warcraft I enjoyed Warcraft I haven't seen it I didn't enjoy it the Turtles film didn't I haven't seen it um I almost refused to watch anything Turtles really that did. Central Intelligence looked real bad that did look bad I... um there was another Alice film with that's that right. fucking idiot is that Tim Burton did that as well no it's the no. other that's Depp Depp Johnny Depp I didn't mind whatever happened to Johnny Depp he used to be good he went so downhill overexposure I think I think that's what it is uh, Neighbours 2 fucking Jesus Seth Rogen fuck me I like Seth Rogen some stuff was Star Trek this year was that last year no the first Star Trek was this year that's what I mean that wasn't great no that was okay wasn't as good as the first or second we're not done yet we got another Doctor Strange that's right. Yeah, Strange and Star Wars still to come. Yeah, Rogue One. Looking forward to Rogue, Rogue, Rogue One. I like the fact that Rogue One's stepping away from the the lightsaber fantasy side of mm-hmm. it and it's being more just. I really, family. really don't like Benedict Cumberbatch. Why not? Because he's awful. Oh no, he's, he's not. an he's awful, awful man. No, he's not. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Look what you started, Anthony. Look what you started. Benedict Cumberbatch as Sherlock. That's, I was introduced to him as Sherlock. Oh Jesus I Christ! I love Sherlock. Fucking, it's what? on. It's on fucking level of Doctor Who bullshit. I, oh, I like Doctor Who as well. <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Who's fucking shite. So <laughs> go fuck yourself. Colin. Moving on. Uh, but the best film I've seen this year is Hardcore Henry. You have did, to check it out. It's a full first person film. See that X Men film? Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed very it. Very good. That's very I good. I enjoyed I it. That, re- that didn't review very well. I, I, this is what I don't understand. I got it did get bad reviewed, but I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. No, I, I've actually watched it twice this year so far. Once with I watched it twice cinema and then Fiona wanted to uh, see it as well. I so I watched it through twice. other means. Oh, um, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I thought the boy, that, you know, the boy played Poe Dameron in Star Wars. He plays Pogdubs as well. I didn't even know that. How would you like? I wouldn't know that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I, I enjoyed it. Back. It was just like I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Hmm. Rogue One is going to be awesome. It, it just is. It I just, don't care. It's <laughs> going to be amazing. It just is. I don't they're care. Taking out some of the the recorded scenes, uh, for the war scenes, like you know the eighty eighties. They were some of the best things in the trailer. I know. Who they were walking on the beach, slowly progressing. Apparently, they're taking out some of that. I, I felt know. like fucking D-Day for Star Wars. It's, it's, it looks like <laughs> D-Day. Yeah, it's a, it, it is a type thing like, in a movie franchise called Star Wars. Where's our fucking war? Yeah. It's like, here it is. Here's a war. Here's, here's battles. Here's gritty fucking shit blowing all, up. All the wars have been in space, mostly. Well, except for Endor, but I'm not calling that a war. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of... Yeah, that's dumb. Should have been Wookiees. Should have been Wookiees. I don't know. I think it would have made sense. Yeah. It would have made sense, right? Wookiees fucking up. Then you have to change it to Kashyyyk, and that doesn't. Kashyyyk and Endor, the only difference is bigger trees. Not and more uh, water, a lot more water. Uh, like, see, Endor's a moon. It does, you're right. Um, yeah. So, there you go. That's a podcast all on its own. 
Wookiees. Why not the Wookiees? <laughs> we could. <laughs> why not the Wookiees? So, why not the Wookiees? If anyone wants to write in, oh, yeah. try, try and defend Suicide Squad. Good <laughs> <laughs> luck! <laughs> um, or join us on our hate. We'll accept all hate mail. What did we ask for again? Someone to vote on something? Uh, oh, was it not the trainers? Uh, if they've. No. Ah, Power Rangers! Aye, what, what? Did the Power Rangers trailer look any good? That's what the vote was for. Oh, yeah. And something about chocolate and crisps. Oh, yeah, chocolate and crisps as well. What the fuck? Potato, cheese, and onion, and cabbage chocolate. Here's another one that, um, as we are going to Japan, if there's anything, we'll obviously have a podcast after that, and we'll probably talk a lot about Mm. what we did and saw and what happened. Have you got any suggestions for us? Things you want to hear back with? You want if, us to check out? If you sure we'll have a podcast, let us know. Cool. We're bound to have Yeah, we will. We'll, we'll yeah. probably have two. Um, we'll probably have one right there, too. But yeah, send send any suggestions in. We will... Uh, no, that's not happening. I know it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I'll do one from Galway. Good, 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 Galway. Send that shit in and we will see what we can do. So grab your bench papers. It's evilgstudios at gmail.com or you can get us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash evilgstudios or I don't think anyone uses the Twitter. That that Twitter has to be updated. But it's at evilgstudios. No one's mad at it so like uh, people could be screaming at us. I know. Fuck our Twitter could be blowing up and we wouldn't even know. (laughs) Uh, but it's at Evil G Studios NI, whatever that actually means on Twitter. But that's what I know we get in contact with. Uh, oh dear God! Have we lost recording? No, oh no. no! It's just. Oh, thanks. Just the, the We're still here. Good, 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 good. <laughs> Such a professional outfit. Yeah. Oh, totally. We are so professional. This is on SoundCloud. You're probably here. Or SoundCloud. Stitcher is the other one. Yeah, it's on. Stitcher and it's on something else as well. I think we are. Um, I must look at getting this on iTunes since that's everyone's favorite. We will also look at Spotify. We will look at Spotify. Um, next month, I think we're going to try and do this. So we may try and do sort of a, a video thing. You'll still have this as audio if you want it as audio, but we're going to try doing sort of uh, putting something on YouTube, which is this, but while also playing games. Um, so it's sort of a new segment where we're thinking about uh, someone brings a game and we'll play it throughout the length of the whole podcast we'll spend a little bit of time talking about why we like this game and what we how we use it and such um, and we're going to start with Overwatch of course how could you not exactly if you have any game suggestions and that we actually own then we might consider those as well no hang on when we're doing this though is the point of this that we play it online against real people Aye, that's more well, Overwatch. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. No, but uh, like, say, say somebody suggested we play the uh, uh, Minecraft. I could bother. Oh well, it doesn't have to. Okay, it doesn't have to. Like, we could sit and play uh, anything really. It's just that Overwatch is is where we're going first. Prepare to be dazzled with our fucking how shite we are. Operation False Hope has happened. How many times? Yep. Yes. No, it's not False Hope anymore. It's Operation uh, Alabama Tech. Alabama Tech. <laughs> Dug in there like an Alabama dick. Yep. I'm level 100 now. Hey, you got a star. <laughs> oh, prestige wanker. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what we're planning for. I hope I, if that works out next month, that'll be badass. That will be good fun. Yeah. Looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah. Everyone look forward to that. So you, you're going to do the, the play. So 
Um, so tell me what song you're picking and why. Ah, uh, well, I don't know. If you, are Kiss going to uh, say it? No, Who? You can't have Kiss. I don't know then. You can't just play Kiss. Were you going to do God Give Rock and Roll to you because you were chatting about Bill and Ted? Maybe. What were you sitting playing earlier? God Give Rock and Roll this. <laughs> and then it was the Power Rangers thing. <laughs> <laughs> Power Rangers thing I can do. So then it's the Power Rangers thing? Okay. <laughs> what is the Power Rangers thing? Go, go, Power Rangers. That <laughs> last, like, ten seconds? No, no, no. No. We can find a lot of them. It is basically one big ripping guitar solo. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Have you not heard the guitar solo? No. It's actually alright. I'm pretty sure there's a, there's a movie version of it. That there is. With, I think it was on the Ivan Ooze. With, with someone oh. famous doing the guitar? Oh, God. I know. No, but one of the songs, Higher Grounds, was done by... Red Hot uh, I don't know who did the actual Higher rock. Ground is a Red Hot Chili Pepper song yes that was banging that's how I knew that song so, so they put that was all the Power Rangers soundtrack it was at the end it was enjoyable I don't know if it was part of the soundtrack but I know it was in the film Red Hot Chili Peppers were in the Power Rangers movie just their music what's wrong with the Power Rangers dude <sighs> Mighty more from Power Rangers well I suppose Megadeth were on the fucking good movie. god it is Megadeth <laughs> Go go Power Rangers by Megadeth. Fuck off. So yes. So here you go, Megadeth playing us out with Go go fucking Power Rangers. My life is <laughs> a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> and on that note, we'll see you next time, guys. I'm distraught. En- enjoy Dave Mustaine playing the Power Rangers I'm theme. Distraught. I guess. Bye. 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 Bye.